Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet, and I will be your reader today, this 1st of February or the 30th of Shabbat on the Hebrew calendar. We also have Rosh Chodesh Day 1 today. Coming up is 1st Adar as a new month. The parasha this week is called Truma, which means heave offering, and a portion from the Torah is Exodus chapter 25, verse 31, through chapter 26 and verse 14. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And now to the portion from the Torah. You shall make a menorah of pure gold. The menorah shall be made of hammered wood. Sorry, of hammered work. Its base, its shaft, its cups, its buds, and its flowers shall be of one piece with it. There shall be six branches going out of its sides, three branches of the menorah out of its one side, and three branches of the menorah out of its other side. Three cups made like almond blossoms in one branch, a bud and a flower, and three cups made like almond blossoms in the other branch, a bud and a flower, so for the six branches going out of the menorah, and in the menorah four cups made like almond blossoms, its buds and its flowers, and a bud under two branches of one piece with it, and a bud under two branches of one piece with it, and a bud under two branches of one piece with it, for the six branches going out of the menorah. Their buds and their branches shall be of one piece with it, all of it one beaten work of pure gold. You shall make its lamps seven, and they shall light its lamps to give light to the space in front of it. Its snuffers and its snuff dishes shall be of pure gold. It shall be made a talent of pure gold with all these accessories. See that you make them after their pattern, which shall be shown to you on the mountain. Moreover, you shall make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen, and blue and purple and scarlet, with krovim. You shall make them with the work of a skillful workman. You shall make them with the work of a skillful workman. The length of each curtain shall be twenty-eight cubits, and the width of each curtain four cubits. All the curtains shall have one measure. Five curtains shall be coupled together to one another, and the one five curtains shall be coupled to one another. You shall make loops of blue in the, on the edge of the one curtain from the edge in the coupling, and you shall do likewise on the edge of the curtain that is outermost in the second coupling. You shall make fifty loops in the one curtain, and you shall make fifty loops in the edge, edge of the curtain that is in the second coupling. The loops shall be opposite one another. You shall make fifty clasps of gold and couple the curtains to one another with the clasps 
the tabernacle shall be a unit. You shall make curtains of goat's hair for a covering over the tabernacle. You shall make eleven curtains. The length of each curtain shall be thirty cubits, and the width of each curtain four cubits. The eleven curtains shall have one measure. You shall couple five curtains by themselves, and six curtains by themselves, and shall double over the sixth curtain in the forefront of the tent. You shall make fifty loops on the edge of the one curtain that is outermost in the coupling, and fifty loops on the edge of the curtain which is outermost in the second coupling. You shall make fifty clasps of bronze, and put the clasps into the loops, and couple the tent together, that it may be one. The overhanging part that remains of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remains, shall hang over the back of the tabernacle. The cubit on the one side and the cubit on the other side, of that which remains in the length of the curtains of the tent, shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle on its side and on that side to cover it. You shall make a covering for the tent of ram skins dyed red and a covering of sea cow hides above. That was Exodus 25, 31 through 26, 14. And now our portion from the prophets is today 1 Kings chapter 18. After many days, the word of the Lord came to Eliyahu in the third year, saying, Go show yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain on the earth. So Eliyahu went to show himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria, and Ahab called Ovadiah, who was over the household. Now Ovadiah feared the Lord greatly, for when Jezebel cut off the prophets uh, of the Lord, Ovadiah took one hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. Ahab said to Ovadiah, Go through the land to all the springs of water and to all the brooks. Perhaps we may find grass and save the horses and mules alive, that we do not lose all the animals. So they divided the land between them to pass throughout it. Ahab went one way by himself, and Ovadia went another way by himself. As Ovadia was on the way, behold, Eliyahu met him. He recognized him and fell on his face and said, Is it you, my lord Eliyahu? And he answered him, It is I. Go tell your lord, Behold, Eliyahu is here. And he said, How have I sinned that you would deliver your servant into the hand I have to kill me? As the Lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my Lord has not sent to seek you. When they said, He is not here, he took an oath of the kingdom and nation that they did not find you. And now you say, Go tell your Lord, Behold, Eliyahu is here. And it will come to pass, as soon as I leave you, that the Ruach Adonai, the Ruach of the Lord, will carry you where I do not know. And so when I come and tell Ahab, and he cannot find you, he will kill me. But I, your servant, have feared the Lord from my youth. Was it not told to my Lord what I did when Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord? How I hid one hundred men of the prophets of the Lord with fifty to a cave, 
and fed them with bread and water. And now you say, go tell your Lord, behold, Eliyahu is here. He will kill me. And Eliyahu said, as the Lord Svaot lives before whom I stand, I will surely show myself to him today. So Ovadia went to meet Ahav and told him, and Ahav went to meet Eliyahu. When Ahav saw Eliyahu, Ahav said to him, Is that you, you troubler of Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house, in that you have forsaken the mitzvot of the Lord, and you have followed the Baals. Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel to Mount Carmel, and 450 of the prophets of Baal, and 400 of the prophets of the Asherah, who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahav sent to all the sons of Israel, and gathered the prophets together to Mount Carmel. And Eliyahu came near to all the people and said, How long will you waver between the two sides? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people did not say a word. Then Eliyahu said to the people, I, even I only, am left as a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bulls, and let them choose one bull for themselves, and cut it in pieces, and lay it on the wood, and put no fire under. And I will dress the other bull, and lay it on the wood, and put no fire under it. You call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who answers by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered, What you say is good. Then Eliyahu said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one bull for yourselves, and dress it first, for you are many, and call on the name of your God, and put no fire in it, under it. They took the bull which was given them, and they dressed it, and called on the name of Baal from morning even until noon, saying, Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, and nobody answered. And they leaped about the altar which was made. And it came to pass at noon that Eliyahu mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is deep in thought, or he has gone somewhere, or he is on a journey, or perhaps he sleeps and must be awakened. So they cried aloud and cut themselves in their way with knives and lances until the blood gushed out on them. When midday was past, they prophesied until the time of the evening offering, but there was no voice. No answer, and nobody paid attention. Eliyahu said to all the people, Come near to me. And all the people came near to him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been thrown down. Eliyahu took twelve stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Yaakov, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be your name. With the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. He made a trench around the altar, large enough to contain two seahs of seed. He put the wood in order and cut the bull in pieces and laid it on the wood. And he said, Fill four jars with water and pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood. And he said, Do it a second time. And they did it the second time. And he said, Do it a third time. And they did it the third time. 
and the water ran around the altar, and he also filled the trench with water. At the time of the evening offering, Eliyahu the prophet came near and said, Lord, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Yaakov, of Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel, and that I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, Lord, hear me, that these people may know that you, Lord, are God, and that you have turned their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. When all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Eliyahu said to them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Do not let one of them escape. And they seized them. And Eliyahu brought them down to the brook Kishon and killed them there. And Eliyahu said to Ahab, Get up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. Eliyahu went up to the top of Carmel, and he bowed himself down on the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, Go up now and look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again, seven times. On the seventh time he said, Behold, a small cloud like a man's hand is rising out of the sea. And he said, Go up, tell Ahab. Get ready and go down so that the rain does not stop you. And in a little while the sky grew black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. The hand of the Lord was on Eliyahu, and he tucked his cloak into his belt and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. That was First Kings chapter 18. And now the portion from the writings, which today is Psalm 109. For the chief musician, a psalm by David. God of my praise, do not remain silent. For they have opened the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of deceit against me. They have spoken to me with a lying tongue. They have also surrounded me with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. In return for my love, they are my adversaries, but I am in prayer. They have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Set a wicked man over him. Let an adversary stand at his right hand. When he is judged, let him come out guilty. Let his prayer <coughs> excuse me, let his prayer be turned into sin. Let his days be few. Let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. Let his children be wandering, beggars. Let them be sought from their ruins. Let the creditors seize all that he has. Let strangers plunder the fruit of his labor. Let there be no one to extend kindness to him. Neither let there be anyone to have pity on his fatherless children. Let his posterity be cut off in the generation following. Let their name be blotted out. Let the iniquity of his fathers be remembered by the Lord, 
and do not let the sin of his mother be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off their memory from the earth. Because he did not remember to show kindness, but persecuted the poor and needy man, the broken in heart to kill them. Yes, he loved cursing, and it came to him, and he did not delight in blessing, and it was far from him. He clothed himself with cursing as with his garment. It came into his inward parts like water, like oil into his bones. Let it be to him as the clothing which which he covers himself, for the belt that is always around him. This is the reward of my adversaries from the Lord, of those who speak evil against my soul. But you, Lord, Lord, deal with me for your name's sake, because your loving kindness is good, deliver me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I fade away like an evening shadow. I am shaken off like a locust. My knees are weak through fasting. My body is thin and lacks fat. I have also become a reproach to them. When they see me, they shake their head. Help me, Lord, my God. Save me according to your loving kindness, that they may know that this is your hand, that you, Lord, have done it. They may curse, but you bless. When they arise, they will be shamed, but your servant shall rejoice. Let my adversaries be clothed with dishonor. Let them cover themselves with their own shame as with a robe. I will give great thanks to the Lord with my mouth. Yes, I will praise him among the multitude. For he will stand at the right hand of the needy to save him from those who judge his soul. That was Psalm or Tehilim 109. And now we have come to our final portion from the apostolic writings. And it is Yohanan or John chapter 5. After these things, there was a Jewish feast, and Yeshua went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, there is a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of those who were sick, blind, lame, or paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at certain times into the pool and stirred up the water. Whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was healed of whatever disease he had. Now there was a certain man there who had been sick for thirty-eight years. When Yeshua saw him lying there and knew that he had been sick for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, another steps before me. Yeshua said to him, Arise, take up your mat and walk. And immediately the man was made well and took up his mat and walked. Now it was Shabbat on that day, so the Judeans said to him who was cured, It is Shabbat, it is not lawful for you to carry the mat. He answered them, He who made me well said to me, Take up your mat and walk. Then they asked him, Who is the man who said to you, 
take up your mat and walk. But he who was healed did not know who it was, for Yeshua had withdrawn, a crowd being in the place. Afterward Yeshua found him in the temple and said to him, Behold, you are made well. Sin no more, so that nothing worse happens to you. The man went away and told the Judeans that it was Yeshua who had made him well. And for this cause the Judeans persecuted Yeshua and sought to kill him, because he did these things on Shabbat. But Yeshua answered them, My father is working until now, and I am working. Because of this the Judeans sought all the more to kill him, because he not only broke Shabbat, but also called God his own father, making himself equal with God. Yeshua therefore answered and said to them, Amen, amen, I tell you. The Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father doing. For whatever things he does, these the Son also does likewise. For the Father has affection for the Son and shows him all the things that he himself does, and he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. For as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the Son also gives life to whom he desires. For the Father judges no one, but he has given all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son, even as, the, as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Amen, amen, I tell you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. Amen, amen, I tell you, the hour comes and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, even so he gave to the Son also to have life in himself. And he also gave him authority to execute judgment, because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for the hour comes in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and will come out, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. I can do of myself, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of my Father who sent me. If I testify about myself, my witness is not valid. It is another who testifies about me, and I know that the testimony which he testifies about me is true. You have sent to Yohanan, and he has testified to the truth. But the testimony which I receive is not from man. However, I say these things that you may be saved. He was the burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his, in his light. But the testimony which I have is greater than that of Yohanan, for the works which the Father gave me to accomplish, the very works that I do, testify about me that the Father has sent me. And the Father himself who sent me has testified about me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form. But you do not have his word living in you because you do not believe him whom he sent. 
You search the scriptures because you think that in them you will have eternal life, and these are they which testify about me. Yet you will not come to me that you may have life. I do not receive glory from men, but I know you that you do not have the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe who receive glory from one another, and you do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one who accuses you, even Moshe, on whom you have set your hope. For if you believed Moshe, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? That was John or Yohanan chapter 5. That concludes our reading of scriptures for today. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings or the New Testament, twice this cycle, you will also read 1 Timothy chapter 6 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. And before I close today, I would like to thank all of you that have been praying for my husband. I know Johanna has been uh, telling you about the accident that he had and the surgery he needed on his arm or wrist. And um, I can just report the, the surgery went very well. He's home again and uh, recuperating and will be able to use his hand pretty much right away. So we are so thankful. I want to extend my husband's thanks and, and uh, from myself. Thank you so, so much, all of you that have been praying and interceding for him. <clears throat> thank you so much, all of you that gave towards the surgery so he could have the specialist he needed. Um, God has used you all, and we are so grateful. Thank you very much. May you be blessed. And shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.